Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So on Twitter, the, this announcement, so this tweet, after close review of recent tweets from at real Donald Trump account and the context around them, we have permanently suspended the account due to the risk of further incitement and violence. So this also follows Donald Trump being banned from Facebook. David Fraser joins us, Internet privacy lawyer, originator of the Canadian Privacy Law Blog, and uh, David is at uh, partner at McKinnis Cooper in Halifax. David, thank you very much for taking the time. And as Canada's leading Internet security lawyer, with a strong sense of the value of social media platforms, and I follow you on Twitter, and you directly address issues which resonate with you. What's your reaction to Donald Trump's suspension from Twitter and uh, banning from Facebook? It's it's interesting that, uh, so the, the one thing that I found to be most notable in the latest development, in addition to just the suspension, was that it's a permanent suspension. That, uh, that I wasn't surprised um, that they had taken the steps that they had on, I think it was the 6th, kind of in the aftermath of the rioting and, and the invasion of the U.S. Capitol building, to kind of suppress him for a couple days, given the environment that they were in, but to, to move to a permanent ban. And uh, and I, I kind of was anticipating that after the inauguration, he would be booted off for uh, multiple kind of layers and layers of, of violation of the norms of uh, and, and the rules of Twitter. Uh, but to have it happen in the, where there's a week and a half before the inauguration, I think is a, is a pretty significant move. And to see Facebook having taken similar moves and, and Instagram as uh, as well. Certainly there's a whole lot of people who uh, have been calling for this for some time uh, and suggested he should have been kind of deplatformed some time ago. But I'm certainly, I'm sympathetic to, I guess, the, the notion that, you know, frankly, he's, he is, <laughs> uh, for a couple more days, the President of the United States. and uh, And while one has expectations of, somebody in that role holding up certain standards and norms, um, the fact that he says things and what he says are in and of themselves newsworthy. Um, so to kind of just kick somebody off the platform who has that role is pretty a, is a pretty significant move, I think. So what do you say, and we know we're going to hear this, that social media giants are overstepping their bounds and inappropriately using their immense influence. I'm sure that argument's already been made. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and we've, we've heard that for, for quite some time, and there's been a whole lot of to-do about or suggestion that uh, kind of the, the big California-based social media companies have been suppressing conservative speech and have been sh um, shadow-banning people. And they, they kind of raised the, the, the banner of, of freedom of speech which kind of ironically um, forcing a private company to carry uh, the speech of a, of a government official or an office holder is actually the antithesis of free speech. That's being ordered by the government to carry certain, uh, certain speech. Um, and so the reality is that we're dealing with uh, American companies, first and foremost, and they're private companies. 
Um, they're not public utilities, and certainly there, there's some discussion about whether they've become so massive that they've uh, essentially become like public utilities, but they're, but they're not yet, at least not according to law. And so they can choose the rules of conduct on their platforms, and they can choose as long as, for example, as long as they don't discriminate on the basis of, of, kind of race and religion, things like that, uh, they can exclude people at their discretion uh, and are exercising, exercising that right. Okay, in the 45, se- I'm sorry, David, in the 45 seconds or so we have left, let me go back to something that you said uh, two or two, three minutes ago, and that is that Donald Trump is still the sitting president of the United States for a number of days. Does this change the reality? Does this just muddy the waters of the relationship between government and, and, and social media platforms? Certainly, I think it complicates things, but the, for example, Twitter hasn't shut down the account of at POTUS, kind of the official White House account, hasn't right. shut down other kind of official government accounts that, that would allow communication of policy positions and, and important announcements and, and those sorts of things. Okay. Um, and I would think they would hesitate pretty long and hard before doing that. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.